Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Busy Nation. Dhando takko rokro. And this is the 21st episode and recording after a long time, I suppose now. Yes. And yes, of course, we have my yeah. co-host Abhishek with me. Hello, everyone. And a lot has changed since uh, we recorded the previous podcast. The changes are like inflation has increased right. and stock market has crashed and etc. etc. Yeah, but I said the biggest change is that <laughs> our friend Ritika Sahani has got engaged. Yeah. So, how are you? No, I prefer to talk only about my work, work. no personal questions. <laughs> yes, you are a pastry yeah, celebrity yeah. already. Perfect. So let's talk about your favorite. <laughs> the second favorite topic after engagement is that about the. Well, the hot news last week was, of course, our Malvinder Paji, who is the promoter of Ranbaxi, has sold its 34.8% stake in Ranbaxi to Japanese pharmaceutical company Daiichi Sankyo, which is the second largest pharmaceutical group in Japan. Yes, and. Uh, guy who's heading that company is takashi soda i like the name ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> the deal is worth about 4.6 billion dollars hmm. and but it seems that malinda um, singh will stay as the chief executive for at least the next 5 years yes the company started by you know how the name ranbaxi came about how there were two guys ranjit and gurbaks who had yeah. i mean ranjit singh right, and gurbaks right. singh in 1937 and ran from ranjit and bax from gurbaks is ranbaxi <laughs> right and yeah. uh, in fact they had i think taken a lot of loan from bhai mohan singh who supposed to be the chief the main guy behind ranbaxi's success even though these two guys had started it mm-hmm. they had taken loan from bhai mohan singh and uh, because they could not pay he overtook the company and that's when uh, the turnaround of ranbaxi happened and it you know graduated into a big pharmaceutical company and it's a pretty big one it exports to about 125 countries and it has some ground operations in about 7 countries and the idea is uh, daichi sankyo has operations in about 21 countries and ranbaxi will bring its marketing expertise to the front mm. and uh, the japanese company of course you have the research facilities infrastructure right. and the product it, pipeline right it, it is it is actually supposed to be a merger between a traditional pharmaceutical company and a generic uh, manufacturer like ranbaxi for those new to uh, terminologies of pharmaceutical industry a generic uh, manufacturer is that one who you know after uh, these uh, companies whenever they come out with a new drug they file a patent and when that patent is over then these manufacturers start producing those medicines on a large scale uh, at a very low cost so that is their whole uh, business plan they wait for all the uh, medicines where which, which are going whose patents are going to expire and uh, then they go majorly into those drugs and produce them perfect and if you draw an analogy to the animal kingdom for example it is like one of those jackals or hyenas who actually prey on leftovers Uh, these companies mind you it's a big industry uh, according to one research by price waterhouse cooper it says that in the next 5 years about 60 billion dollar worth of drugs are coming off patent so in other words all these generic uh, companies are going to have uh, mince meat because they will be the ones who will be producing all these drugs once the patents uh, expire 
yeah in fact uh, this deal is not not many people are happy i mean indian especially because it is a home grown company we apne desh ki mitti ki company hai and we foreign ko bech di gayi hai and oh, even lk advani has made a statement you know that he is not at all uh, happy with it i mean there's nothing to get emotional about because yeah, yeah. this guy will be what he'll be sitting on 10000 crores of cash and as yeah. an entrepreneur he will be investing that and he said that he'll be investing it in one religare financial services so in other words he yeah. will change his industry altogether it's a business decision the main reason why analysts were taken by surprise when ranbaxi decided to sell to daichi is that ranbaxi was supposed to be one of the strongest pharmaceutical homegrown company in india and it was believed that ranbaxi will be the last one to go down and mm. it was the first one to go so kind of you know it is not very good for the pharmaceutical indian pharmaceutical industry even though it may be very good for ranbaxi and then there was anji reddy the competitor of ranbaxi mm. of reddy rabel laboratories he wrote a letter in the economic times saying that oh i'm very thrilled to know that my contemporary has been not competitor by the way contemporary has been sold out but we assure all our shareholders that we will not be doing any of, any of that very soon yeah because it's like you know because one generic manufacturer has sold out there will be you know more companies coming in here and looking at indian companies which are ready to sell or maybe making a hostile bid for the company so all that is may may follow yes and the ones who intend to make those hostile bids they better keep at least 25 to 30 million aside for legal costs every year ranbaxi has always got into trouble for example now pfizer's uh, lipitor it's the largest selling cholesterol drug and before its patent expired ranbaxi started selling the generic version of it at hardly some peanuts so then they were sued and there was some out of court settlement and ranbaxi every year the average cost legal cost is about 30 million dollars and moving on from one acquisition to another uh, we have reliance adag chipping in a few billion dollars to have a very good stake in mtn the south african mobile major it's got about 68 million subscribers and if the deal goes through both reliance and mtn the merged entity will have 115 million subscribers which is a huge huge market hmm and the idea is that mtn doesn't want to go public because going public or filing an ipo would mean another year of operations Whereas this kind of an offer by Anil Ambani can be done within a week or so. Okay. So and and apparently it's what will remain of the new company of MTN will be a shell. It's called a shell company because only the organization structure remains. The meat is owned by uh, Infocom uh, of ADA. Yeah, Anil Ambani, of course, he has a lot to gain personally also from this deal because if this deal comes through. he will be uh, around 3 billion dollars ahead of his brother mukesh yes so, and this news uh, this the whole deal is in the news for anil ambani and mukesh ambani fighting between uh, the two of them rather yeah. than the magnitude of the deal right and mukesh ambani has objected to the deal and he has claimed that he has a first right of refusal over any stake sale by reliance communication so if reliance communication wants to sell they have to first go to mukesh hmm. if mukesh refuses only then they can go to mtn yeah it's like if you're selling your house to someone the first thing you do is ask your neighbor whether he wants to buy ha huh, yeah so, i not so, exactly that but some very similar yeah. to it okay uh, there is uh, more dope on uh, anil ambani though hmm. he has signed a deal with director spielberg 
and he'll be giving them some 600 million dollars for Spielberg's DreamWorks SKT their production company that is one of the biggest deals at least in the entertainment sector for India and as well as DreamWorks uh, Spielberg because Spielberg was having a lot of trouble with uh, Paramount its partner mm-hmm. there secondly the indian film industry is growing at a good 15% a year and uh, you know we produce how many we produce 1100 films per year and 3.7 hardly any hits <laughs> no that's okay so long as you are selling tickets as many as 3.7 billion that's what population of india china combined yeah right yeah, and not very long ago i think george soros had invested around 100 million in reliance entertainment business and he's taken right. some 3% stake right so this is not the first uh, hollywood deal of ambani during the cannes film festival also anil ambani had signed deals to provide funds to in fact eight production houses which includes that that plan b george clooney's uh, smokehouse production and nicolas cage satin productions mm. so the american entertainment industry apparently is not doing very well because people are not spending enough on entertainment because of uh, the credit crunch that we keep talking about almost every podcast they would rather sit at home and watch dvds so i guess we have had enough of our money for <laughs> one podcast yeah from one mega merger in telecommunications to another mega merger and that is the merger of idea and spice telecommunications not the merger actually the sell out of spice to idea birla's owning idea modi owning spice and they struck this deal over the phone is what i read but the problem is that uh, this new company will have to pay up to 800 crores because you see spice caters to a particular set of customers and so does uh, idea now there is an intersection set of these customers so when your uh, licenses are coinciding then you have to pay a fine or you have to pay you have to buy additional spectrum to justify that two companies are catering to the same circle so now to you can either buy additional spectrum or don't merge until 2011 so they didn't do that they merged today and they'll be they'll have to spend a total of around 800 crore to buy that additional spectrum mm-hmm. uh, i guess cellular is going to gain two more circles in, ad- in addition to its already existing 11 and spice is supposed to be making losses for the last 11 years hmm. and uh, actually i've never heard of spice you know making a making a lot of noise i've not heard i mean idea there's airtel yeah, there is... it is not uh, operating anywhere in mumbai or ah. maharashtra or gujarat or the neighboring uh, state so we have not heard but it in the two uh, states that it is operating it is one of the largest uh, yes. telecommunication company there the deal is not only about idea and spice uh, telecom malaysia international is going to have a uh, almost 20% stake in the entire entity and spice is getting a 40% premium than its uh, prevailing market price idea is getting a 58% premium than its market price and it is supposed to be telecom malaysia who is actually pumping in most of the money and the shares of telecom malaysia have taken a beating after it has invested in these two because <laughs> <laughs> the stock market is falling so the companies are eager to you know cash out their current valuations if you see randbag c if you see reliance mt and if you see idea spice they want to make most of whatever is the valuation of their company today because if you know this scenario continues further the valuations are going to come down hmm and uh, so uh, that brings us to you know the hot topic <laughs> 
that we are facing today and that is the ever ever rising inflation i mean every time every friday we read you know this is the highest inflation and now in fact i think when inflation was around 9% or something hmm. there was a statement from sitamram that is happy that now the rates have peaked and it's going to come down and uh, yesterday it reached some 11.42% yeah so, and when it comes in the newspapers on the front page today now what you do is you just shrug away yeah, okay what's the big <laughs> deal we we read this every day now we yeah to... seriously it has become like that now so you know that's why we thought that we should not cover it in our <laughs> podcast because it's like how many times do we go on the same thing stock <laughs> markets are falling inflation is rising RBI has again increased the repo rate and CRR in the last week and so now banks have gone ahead and increased the home loan rates and their other uh, lending rates because now rbi is going to lend them at a higher rate hmm. so they have to lend to us at a higher rate so it's a vicious yeah. circle now which has started and uh, and the american federal reserve which was slashing the interest rates encouraging the us consumer to spend is now in double minds ki abhi kya kare ki now the inflation worldwide is pretty high so now they have stopped doing yeah. that so now they'll increase the rate slowly so oof. but even though you know the inflation worldwide is high and everything and i mean if you see crude prices crude prices are okay they are touching 140 and 150 140 150 but in, if you go to china i mean there the petrol is still much cheaper than india what is the reason for that they have long term contracts with hmm. with other countries for procuring oil and this is where you know our government has to think of uh, we have to think about cheaper fuels we have to think about alternate energy sources and make us not if independent but fairly less dependent on crude prices and uh, that is what the government should be doing i mean these short term measures are okay but they are not going to help us in the long run if tomorrow the price is going to reach 200 dollars so do you want to run for the elections as an independent candidate that was a brilliant political speech <laughs> You are right. <laughs> no, but yeah, actually, in politics, you can give only speeches. So. <laughs> no, but yes, it's logically it does sound right. But one of the problems that the oil companies, okay, on a worldwide level, are facing is that you know drilling new oil fields it requires enormous investments. Companies like Enron, BP, Chevron, they won't start major projects until they know that the projects will be profitable. See what happens is. initially it takes about 10 years for the whole exploration and final result to be out of a new oil field so why will a new company invest billions of dollars in something which will have results only 10 years hence there is not enough in it for them to start reinventing that wheel all over again so they are not doing it so it's showing all over the world yeah i mean it is that they are not investing uh, much in uh, further procurement of right. oil and of course they are the companies which are getting richer day by day but yet i mean if you if you ask me why is george bush i mean everyone knows that why is george bush is doing whatever he is doing he is doing for oil china has got excellent uh, strategic relations companies and countries and it is doing everything it can to hmm. uh, so that its ever increasing economy gets proper fuel all the time so in india also has to look for it i mean government has to invest in alternative energy and uh, i mean run for election i vote for you <laughs> <laughs> now the news becomes very predictable every day so let's see if there is something new so that's about it for this episode of businessians dandotakko rokro go log on to theindicast.com bye bye
No, start, start. 24th episode, yes. 21, 21. 21, yeah. Hello and welcome to, I forgot the name, what is it? Bithination and the Ah, I broke my heart, you can't hear it. Yeah, yeah, we'll start again. Yes.